0: rabbit holes brainwaves nightmares and campfires you're listening to the mind of melodic podcast hosted by dj melodic and queen melody and now it's time for another ride through the mind of melodic
1: What's up, party people? Welcome back to another episode. You're listening to episode 15 of the Mind of Melodic podcast. That last episode was pretty heavy and it ran pretty long. Got a lot to say in today's episode, so I'm going to try to just get to it. Okay? I want to give a big shout out to today's sponsor. Um, if you haven't tuned into the other episodes, this is your first chance listening. Be sure to check out our sponsor. Um, Big hugs, much love. Just want to say uh, thanks again, once again, to Jill Cat ProLine. Jill Cat ProLine is in the automotive industry. They have that secret sauce that's going to make your vehicle better, uh, run like new again. So we're going to go ahead and play their commercial, Uh, just like we have in a, a couple previous episodes and a couple more to come. So a big shout out for the sponsorship. Um, I'm DJ Melodic. This is my podcast. I got a radio station broadcasting 24 hours a day. I make the music. I made the blog. I did it all. I basically had it all set up. Um, I was looking for that special vice president, that special uh, someone to come along and and some, you know, uh, basically help me um, take this to the next level and i was lucky enough to find melody and we're going to talk a lot today about um, our journey and how and and how we got to this point Um, if you haven't tuned into the previous episodes we mentioned that melody is in the hospital she's been there for a few weeks and um, um, We're basically going to focus on that for today's episode I'm going to try to sprinkle in um, a, a, a guest, a co-host, you could say And uh, I'm going to try to sprinkle in a little bit of uh, tech and crypto knowledge as well Got a story for you um, A couple stories, actually So without further ado, let's get into this It's um, a, a commercial for today's sponsor, Jill Cat. Once again, um they're in the automotive industry, so Google and check them out if you have issues with your vehicle. And then we're going to play a quick track, and then we're going to get into the next segment. Uh, Satoshi's vision, no, no, scratch that, let's go ahead and tell you a story first. You can grab it around the campfire, I'll be there in a second. It's time for Melodics Campfire.
2: I want to talk about sludge. It happens after you drive your vehicle for a while. It's a buildup of motor oil that gels, then collects dirt, metals, and unburned fuel. Sludge prevents oil from getting to the critical engine parts it's designed to protect. You'll notice your vehicle running rough, stalling, even vibrating. That's because friction is damaging your engine. Jillcat ProLine is the solution. The science was engineered for aerospace, tested in racing, and used by our military. Now, you can use this well kept secret to protect your engine from future buildup, extend the life of the vehicle, and save on repair costs. Order at JillCat.com. J I L C A T.com.
3: We will pump all the do. Warm up the hot cocoa. Grab your, snuggie, Grab your snuggie, and
2: snuggie. And your favorite cow Buddy.
3: Cause it's time. It's time. It's
2: time. It's time,
3: it's time for Melodics
2: Campfire.
1: Alright campers, check it out, check it out. Gather around the fire. I got a story to tell. I'm gonna try to make it as quick as I can. I know, um... A lot of you are wondering what's happening next with the biography but I I need to take a break and for those of you that haven't um caught up with the biography go ahead and check out the previous episodes they um they get you caught up on uh basically the first six seven years of my life and getting kidnapped and even ended up in Iowa Alright, so check out the story. I'm going to take a break from the biography today. I want to tell you another true story. And this true story um, basically has to do with the first time I met Melody's friend. Maybe even best friend. (laughs) Ironically, um, after me and Melody met, She basically went M.I. She spent all her extra time with me. We were at the gym. We were building on um, the podcast material and we were going to concerts and doing all sorts of cool stuff together. Um, Her friends wanted her to hang out and she wanted to hang out with me. So, um, you know basically she hung out with her friends and enough over the past few years right where she thought that my friendship or the opportunity that I'm trying to create needed some attention and, and you know she didn't want to you know, cancel her friends, she just was busy and a lot of her friends and family um, took that a certain type of way. Many of them were very anxious to meet me. Some of them would say, "Hey, um, we want to meet Melodic. Um, bring him around, yada yada." And um, whether well, you know, there was all sorts of people asking to meet me, and. One of her friends, Angie, worked right around the corner from where we were. We were at this coffee bean and tea leaf. And um, her friend Angie worked like three or four doors down. And so she sent her a text message and said, We're here. Hey, come come check it out. Come hang out with us. and Come meet Melodic. Well, um, she did, and she gets to the coffee bean, and, you know, um, we introduce ourselves, and she basically replies by saying, so you're the one that um, stole my best friend. And you can just tell that there's animosity, but she's trying to say it in a joking manner. And, you know, um, I get it, I really get it, because they're used to hanging out and going and getting drunk and being at the bar and, you know, and socializing that way, right? And Melody disappeared, but Angie don't know why, and for whatever reason, she kind of um <clears throat> decided to interrogate me. She interrogated me and and she literally asked me question after question after question. And these questions, you know, got really, really rude and disrespectful and personal. Um Some of these questions, Melody hadn't even asked me, and some of these questions, you know, were none of Angie's business, and even if it was, it'd be something that the girls would talk about, you know, away from me, behind my back, so that it wasn't offensive or intrusive, right? But... Angie goes off asking about my kids and I tell her, you know, my daughter just went to college. I got two boys, yaddy, yaddy. then she wants to know um, about their mother, how long I've been separated, right? I don't know if there was idea that I was still with the mother. (laughs) And then she wanted to know about child support and criminal history and and I mean it was like the way she was digging it was just like super crazy right and I I, I basically put a stop to it um, and I kind of put her in a place it was what it was you know um, instead of apologizing or Trying to make it right, she's kind of. I even wanted to push a little further, and and was talking about going to the club with. And keep in mind, Angie's married, with children, so she's, whatever she's going through, um, she doesn't want to go through it alone, right, and. So she needs somebody there, and she wants Melody to be that person. And she's like, well, I'm going to take Melody to the club. We're going to go drinking, and it's going to be girls' night out, so you're not allowed, you know? And I was like, whatever, you know? You don't even have to talk to me like that. But that's a perfect night for, for me to go out with my buddies. And then she even said, do you even have friends? So it was like this weird, just this weird energy when I'm supposed to be like literally meeting a new friend, meeting a new sister, or you know, sister in law, because whatever best friendship that was acquired between Melody and, and Angie, I was kind of inheriting, you know? But at that point, I didn't want to inherit it any longer. And I put her in her place, I'm actually getting loud now, inside the coffee bean and tea leaf, because she doesn't understand and I, I'm explaining to her that Melody's lost 15 pounds. Melody has a new career now, a new job, a new passion. She's investing in stocks, yada, yada. You don't know this, but you want to attack us like we're doing something wrong. When literally actually um, going to the club, getting drunk in public, overpaying for drinks in public, and being whatever type of you know, social butterfly that she wanted to be was literally counterproductive to what we were trying to do. So that type of behavior would have hurt our goals more than helping them. And she was inconsiderate of the goals or the friendship or the possible romance that Melody uh, had had found. And it was weird because um, they were supposedly really, really good friends. And um, I tell you this story during our campfire because Today we're going to talk a lot about Melody and our relationship (laughs) and how we got to where we're at now. Um, And and the reality is this is just one example of the hurdles. Um, I told you a few episodes ago that it felt like everybody was, I, I, I had waited so long, you know, 40 years to find my best friend. And now that I had found her and we were in this groove and gaining momentum, it felt like everyone was trying to take her from me, even God. You know, um, she's going through this illness and it's attacking her brain. And everyone's saying pray, we'll pray, we'll pray, we'll pray. And it's like, well, why are you gonna pray? Because God did this. Why are you gonna pray for him to take it away? You know, at the end of the day, what I'm trying to pray for is understanding. Why, um, how can I prevent this again in the future? Or is this anything I can do to not deserve the karma? You know, that type of prayer. But I'm not gonna beg God to freaking change it. He created this. So maybe at the end of the day, we're lucky enough and we don't see the signs right away, but maybe it's happening for a reason. For us, not to us. But um, that's the struggle, that's my campfire story. That was me meeting, you know, um, that was me meeting Melody's best, one of Melody's best friends for the first time. That was the first time I met one of Melody's friends. And it went so sideways that, um, you know, I was just like, hey, maybe, m- maybe you shouldn't tell them what's going on so that they don't care. They don't have nothing to worry about. They don't have nothing to hate about, you know. But, um, you know, uh, she posts some pictures of Facebook of what I was doing for her and spoiling her on her birthday and all the concerts and stuff that we might have went to and, and there's, <clears throat> there's the aftermath of that, you know, social media and social, um, your social circle, your social network. But anyway, that's the campfire story. I met Angie and things went crazy. She literally asked me, you know, if I was a felon and um, about child support at one point said do you even have any friends so uh, i don't know how it got to that but um, we were about to invite her out and let her be the third wheel with us and help her you know shake off whatever cobwebs she had but instead um i probably never hang out with her and wouldn't even invite her to the wedding if there was one so but that was Angie, um, that was meeting her. That's my campfire story for today. Another uh, another nightmare struggle, I guess you can say. And that was like one of the first negative vibes and, and hater-aids that me and um, Melody experienced. But it got a lot crazier after that, we're gonna get into that. Let's take a quick break. I'm gonna come back with a little bit of technology, a we'll little shake it up, okay? We got some very, very important things going on in the world right now, technology. So we'll take a break and we'll come back with some Satoshi's vibes. And I'm going to show you, tell you something very important about the blockchain.
0: NBA, NFL, MLB, and even UFC. Fantasy sports every day on DraftKings.com. Hey, baby.
2: Want to see my NFT? Welcome to Satoshi Vibes.
4: Satoshi Vibes.
2: Where we talk about blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and preserving Satoshi's vision.
1: What up, Satoshi Clan? Welcome back to another edition of Satoshi's Vibes. This vision is real, man. This vision led to something, and it led to something else. And now we're here at a point where it's actually intertwining with what's existing. I told you a long time ago that we were going to tell you about um, technology, stocks, crypto, um, blockchain technology. Everything that um it it basically relates to technology or finance we're going to try to touch basis at some point in satoshi's vibes i'm going to try to teach you guys what i'm learning and try to explain it in ways that you can understand a lot quicker Um, share some of the information as it occurs so that you don't miss out on the opportunities such as today's information I have mentioned over and over again, uh, I think me and um, Melody went over it in my top 10, and um, it was over a year ago I had made a top 10, and that top 10 actually inc- included Polygon. And Polygon, um, over the past few months, um, for those of you who don't know, it's a blockchain just like Ethereum, right? It's just like Ethereum. It has its own cryptocurrency to use on the blockchain. There's dApps and um, all sorts of different operating systems, games, NFTs, marketplaces, financial tools, exchanges, and more, right? So this blockchain is legit. And um, because Ethereum is, so expensive in gas fees, so congested in usage, that a lot of developers and institutions and even consumers like me are looking elsewhere uh, for less congestion, less gas fees, and even cooler dApps and stuff that's just not on Ethereum. Polygon has made a transition over the past six months. They've actually, um, while the rest of the stocks and crypto were falling, it looks like Tesla, Ethereum, and Polygon fell less. And others went 90%. on sale right and dipped and dipped and dipped But you can see a few solid ones like tesla ethereum and polygon they just dipped a little bit less than everybody else and there's reasons for that um they're actually accumulating and growing while the rest are dipping so it's starting to show in the price of Polygon, but we're not going to talk about you investing today. I'm not telling you to go buy Polygon, but if you did, you want to make sure you buy it on Crypto.com, and then you want to stake it so that you earn free Polygon. It's like um, it's like getting know what's it called? A dividend on a stock. You're gonna get. Polygon every so often Because you lock it up in that vault That's what they call staking So anyway, Polygon Recently connected with um, Meta Which formerly known as Facebook Polygon recently connected with Disney And now I'm just now finding out that Polygon has now connected with DraftKings. If you listen to every episode, you know I've mentioned DraftKings as the only like affordable stock that I am recommending to you guys. I'm not a financial advisor, and a lot of times, if you give advice like that, you you know you get you get your butt whooped, maybe even in court you know Um, but what I'm telling you right now about DraftKings is obviously you need to do your own research but I'm telling you right now that I've done the research I've been a consumer of DraftKings for 10 years well feels like 10 years but maybe it's like 8 or 7 and I've been playing um, DFS over there for that entire time fantasy football baseball, basketball, I tried hockey, didn't really like it, I did a couple UFC when I was watching the fights um, with my buddies or with my roommates or, or like if I was at the bar or something or the wings and I was like, oh, let me just pick a quick UFC maybe and just, to, just to make it a little bit more fun while I'm watching them. But um, I see how much money DraftKings makes every single day thousands of contests in any sport and every sport all day long they have single game showdowns they have um, week tournaments they have best ball season tournaments we're gonna focus on that we're definitely focusing on best ball and some of the other things that DraftKings got going on in the next episode, okay? But what I know now is DraftKings is making NFTs, and we're going to focus on that in the next episode. I'm accumulating them now. I'm learning, and I'm going to explain it to you in detail, everything I know about DraftKings NFTs called Rainmakers. I'll tell you about that in the next episode during Satoshi's vision but these NFTs this um, new development that DraftKings is participating in this new evolution this technical this entertainment technology and, and um, blockchain evolution this DraftKings NFT it's all taking place on the polygon blockchain Okay, so you heard it here. You heard it first because I'm the user and I'm over here clicking on the nft learning about it boom boom What it's on polygon? No way. So that means I need more Polygon I'm actually now this is this is really weird because I believed in polygon so much and then I believe in DraftKings so much, and now the two are merging together. It's like my mind is being blown. I'm being shown the way. If I focus on getting more DraftKings stocks, if I focus on getting more Polygon, I think I'll be okay. I can't afford to get a 1,000 shares of Tesla, you know? But I know if I get a 1,000 DraftKings and a 1,000 Polygon, then I'll be good and you know, especially with the DraftKings, I got that in my IRA. They're $17 a share right now. Before the pandemic and all this crazy stuff, it was up by 45, 55, maybe 60 bucks a share. And um, so Polygon is the blockchain that you need to learn about. They have a coin, it's called Matic. You're gonna go ahead and get that coin and just keep getting as many as you can. Like I said, it's on sale right now. The market should dip a little bit more because this economy should even get worse as it shows its teeth. But after everything irons out and the regulation comes, Polygon is gonna be one of those that are gonna sh- shoot straight up. And I'm pretty sure it's already in the top 10. But after this is all said and done, now I have faith it's one of my top five coins besides Bitcoin I think it's my number one now I think Polygon the Matic coin the Polygon blockchain and the Matic coin are my number one target investment that's what I'm going after personally and I'm going to go after some more DraftKings too so look into Polygon do the research. Check out what you can. If you can afford a couple, get a couple. Um, but don't just don't just go buy some right now. If you don't understand what it is, and you're just trying to take some podcaster's advice, then you deserve to lose all your money. And um, so don't don't do that. Don't do that. Maybe even check out DraftKings too. Join DraftKings, put a couple bucks on there, get your free little Rainmaker pack, see if you're interested in that. Um, you can play quarter. If you like baseball, you can play quarter baseball tournaments. And I mean, what's a quarter a day? A quarter a day, it gives you a chance to have fun. Play sports you like, make it a little more interesting when you're watching the game, and give yourself a chance, you know, to get some game-changing money you can turn that quarter into a couple grand. So depends on, uh, I mean, during NFL season, they have tournaments that big. They have a $5 tournament where you can win a million bucks. So that's what I've been doing with um, fantasy football. I don't like playing for free no more. And we're gonna talk a lot about that. Me and Melody were talking about it, if you remember, a few episodes ago. We were hoping to get our own fantasy team and league together to make it a little interactive for the listeners, and, but um, I think now she's just going to be my co-captain, you know, my vice president, as, as she should, you know, and um, I got Christian McCaffrey, so she can root for my team, but that's enough for Satoshi's vision, okay, my my little quick snippet um, telling you guys what's going on with the blockchain and it's merging with DraftKings Technology and Entertainment, and they already have their public shares. They IPO'd, uh, well, they didn't IPO, I think they, they did a uh, they had something else, it was like a SPAC merger or something like that where they came in with a, a shell company. It's really weird how that happens, but they were able to make make it so that they got on, uh, on Wall Street quicker that way. And now you can buy their shares, so they're, you know, put that in your IRA and it's, you know, when you cash out your Roth IRA, that's tax free pretty sure that in 10 years, 15 years, the DraftKings stock will be worth more than $17 like it is right now. So um, go ahead and check those out. Let me know what you think. If you got any snippets goodies, info from me, uh, I need it. I need it. Every little bit counts. And that's why I'm, I'm not leaving it out, even though I have so much more to talk about during this episode. So I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then we're going to get into today's spotlight of the day, and I'm going to go ahead and introduce my new co-star.
0: Play to earn blockchain game. Phaeton Arena is free to download in your app store.
4: What's up, everybody? This is AJ, and you're listening to Recess with AJ on the Mind of Melodic podcast.
0: It's time for break. It's time for some fun. It's time for Recess with AJ. Alright,
1: party people. I told you I was going to find a co-host. I was able to uh, drag AJ out, out, out of the house for a little bit. He had a minimum day today. So hopefully we're going to be able to do this every, every Wednesday, if I'm lucky. But um, today we, we took a little field trip. And uh, me and AJ are going to talk about that today. What did we do today, AJ?
4: We went to Wendy's.
1: We went to Wendy's.
4: And we went to Elliot's Pets.
1: Elliot's pet store.
4: And we're going to Dairy Queen in a little (laughs) bit.
1: Alright, so we kind of decided to combine um, the spotlight of the day with um, recess with AJ. And we were able to take AJ, uh, I think this is his first time because he doesn't remember going to Elliot's pets. Elliot's pet stores on Brockton Avenue in the Brockton arcade um, It's downtown Riverside right uh, right around the corner from the Riverside Plaza and um, They uh, I remember when my other kids were younger. We were able to to sneak in um, and get some birds, but um, They weren't a, they, they didn't have any more birds today. What, what did they have today AJ? They
4: had a snake
1: They had a snake? Um, I got a picture with you over there, too.
4: They have um be- um a bearded dragon.
1: A bearded dragon.
4: They had a guinea pig.
1: A guinea pig?
4: They had baby mice, and they had... I know.
1: Those baby mice were like 50 cents, like 10 cents. Huh? And
4: then they had adult They're mice.
1: Yeah. They were all on the mama they had, feeding.
4: They had fish.
1: Lots of fish.
4: Mm-hmm. They, they had,
1: had a Nemo, the one just like Nemo, right? Yeah,
4: they had hamsters. Hamster. They had, and then they had um, cat treats, dog treats.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they had lots of um, dog food, biscuits. They had a, they had a bone that was bigger than you, right? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: so uh, one of the reasons why we went to the pet store today was because AJ has a new puppy. Um, his uncle got a, what kind of dog?
4: Um, I think it's a pit bull mixed uh, with something else.
1: A pit bull, and uh, what'd you name the pit bull? Luna. Luna, all right. So we've been trying to spoil Luna, right? And I told AJ I took him to Elliot's because I was gonna buy him a snake, but uh, no cage. I was just gonna send you home with the snake, no cage, and just to see how your mom would react. I don't know, what do you think she would say?
4: Get that out of the house.
1: She would say get it out of the house?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe next time we'll just get a, a goldfish, okay? All right, so then we also went to Wendy's, right? And we, we got, got a little lunch. And then uh, what are we gonna do after this?
4: Go to Dairy Queen.
1: Yeah. Actually, um, one of my clients gave me a gift card because I told her that I was taking you to Dairy Queen today. She gave me a gift card, 15 bucks. So um, just want to give a big shout out to Erin, say thank you to Erin. Can you do that for me?
4: Thank you, Erin.
1: Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's always hooking us up. And uh, now we get to go get some Dairy Queen. But uh, that's going to wrap it up real quick. Just a little recess with AJ. Like I told you guys, um, normally when I want to take a break from life, from the headaches and the stress, I, 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 I have recess with AJ. And we do all sorts of stuff. We go to the park. We go to um, arcades and pizza places, amusement parks. I think... Um, We're going to incorporate Recess with AJ as much as we can into the podcast. I'll go ahead and interview him about a couple things. What do you think, AJ, we should do for the next Recess with AJ? Something that we can have fun and enjoy and get away from life, but maybe also share with the listeners so that we can kind of review it, maybe?
4: Go to Six Flags or another theme park.
1: We already went to Six Flags, but you know what I'm thinking? We got a a couple trips to the pet shop, and I think it was kind of meh. You know, I don't think it's exactly what we were looking for. So I think we need to go to the bird farm. There's another bird farm downtown Magnolia. It's called... um, Oh, man, I forgot. Maybe it's called Magnolia Bird Farm. Maybe. Um, I forgot the name of it. But I think I'll take you to the bird farm. Um, and then if if, if that, maybe, maybe the zoo. What do you think about going to a zoo? Uh, do you remember going to a zoo before? Have you been to a zoo? Yes. What zoo have you been to?
4: San Diego Zoo.
1: Oh, really? When was that? Who took you? You. Oh, yeah, huh? Couple years ago, all right. Yeah, you're right. So that's the only time you've been. Did you like it? Yeah. All right. Well, um, anything you want to say to the listeners? Maybe be safe and don't get monkeypox.
4: <laughs> be safe and don't get monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: it's serious, buddy. I know we're laughing about it, but it's serious. I had chicken pox when I was a kid. Have you had chicken pox? No. Yeah, it's not nice. And I really actually had it twice. And I don't even think you're supposed to get it twice. You're only supposed to be able to get it once. Me and my sister had it. Maybe we'll talk about that on the episode. But until next time, I'm DJ Melodic, and this is...
4: Recess. <laughs> your, your, your
1: name is Recess?
4: <laughs> what they <a drink.
3: laughs>
1: His name is AJ. He's trying to um, build his own blog and brand. It's called Recess with AJ. So we're going to post some pictures. Follow him on Twitter, Instagram, and maybe one day he'll get a a, a TikTok that's worthy. Um, He's got a couple YouTube videos. During the pandemic, we dropped off some presents to the kids in the hospital. Remember that on Christmas? Yeah. So yeah, you can check out his YouTube video as well. YouTube videos. Um, he's real busy in, with school trying to go to college like his big sister. But um, when we get a break, uh, I'm going to try to convince him to be my co star. So until next time, uh, we'll say uh, catch you later. You want to say bye?
0: Bye. Bye. Work hard. Play hard. Vegas style games in your own backyard. Casinohouseparties.com. And now,
4: and now, and now, it's vibing with melody. Your time to get to know the perfect Wonder Woman. Frankenstein by Cupid for DJ
3: Melodic.
1: All right, party people, welcome back. It's nice to have a little break. We needed that. My little buddy, AJ, I don't know if you can't tell, I'm like a kid when I'm with him. We were sharing the microphone. So forgive me, I wanted to make sure he got in there real good. Um, my voice might not have been as as excellent. Um, but me and him are gonna work on it, so we each have our own microphone, set up the laptop. And um, he's gonna be my little co-star. Once a week, hopefully. Um, we'll get him in here and, then, and I'll be able to take a break. But back to the matter hand. Okay, we got a lot to talk about with Melody. So we're going to go ahead and skip the road to glory. I don't have nobody else I want to talk about besides Melody. It's been a long journey. Uh, last time I gave you guys updates. Uh, we were trying to visit her. Me and AJ were trying to visit her. So, let's pick up right there where we left off, right? I um, I had called Melody that morning, I was going to go spend the day with her in the hospital. But her mom and her grandmother were there. And I didn't want to play musical chairs. And I didn't want to give them the impression that I thought my time was more important. Um, I didn't want to step on their toes, I didn't want to go through that family, you know, that family feud, so to say, you know, cause I kinda felt like it could happen. It could happen to anybody, right? Melly has spent so much time with me in the past few months and it's been an issue already, you know. Um, <laughs> I didn't want them to think that I was trying to Control the situation while Melody's in the hospital. I Literally asked her mom for help So let's, let's go ahead and uh, <clears throat> let's get a little recap right there, okay? After I called and she said that they were there in the hospital already Me and AJ I just basically immediately um, diverted plans I had had plans on spending a day with her and, and letting AJ um, and me cheer her up and and then they weren't even gonna let AJ in the hospital anyway because he was too young and instead of being stressed out and fighting with the family and I just said, you know what, let them get their visits in. I'm gonna disappear. And I took AJ to Magic Mountain. took Magic Mountain. And I spent money, got the hotel. And I literally was trying to get my mind off of it. I, um. trying to avoid the family feud. So. those few days pass by and I'm kind of letting the family you know, get their visits in and they're in and out and and then now it's my turn to go see her and I go to go see her and her sister's there Melly's Melody's sister um, is a little younger and um for some reason I didn't think she liked me. Um, I, I tried to change that. Uh, unfortunately I wasn't able to. Prior to Melody being admitted in the hospital I had mentioned to Melody to call her boss and let her boss know what's going on, try to make sure she can hang on to that job. It's, 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 it's a decent job and um, her sister wants to blurt out, well, it shouldn't matter. She's on disability, they, they're gonna take her back when she gets better. And maybe in a perfect world, that is the way things should work. But if Melody's the rock star, which she is, she does all the, uh, the phone calls, secretary, bookkeeping, accounting, she writes the checks, No one's there to turn those wheels, that means the company falls apart. So they have to replace her. Whether they find somebody new or somebody that's already there and wants to double up on duties until she gets back, that's on them, that's a personal decision, that's a business decision. But we already know that has to be made. And I'm trying to tell Melody to keep her boss updated so he knows how serious it is so that that he doesn't think that she is just lollygagging, trying to take time off. I meant it from a good place, but her sister, Stephanie, had like a smart ass comment to say about it. I didn't say nothing. I let it slide. I didn't even reply. I just moved on to the next topic, you know. And that was prior to her getting admitted to the hospital. Um, on the day that, I think it was like a Thursday, I had gone to see Melody. Um, there was um, two days in a row I had went to go see her and her sister happened to be there both days. The first day I get there and um the sister Wait, check that, check that. Rewind. I what I what had happened was I I had tried to spark conversation with Melody. I I had asked her who was older. You know, she was really loopy and sedated off the medications and I said, who's older, you or your sister? And she wanted to crack a joke. Melody says, who looks older? She, she wanted me to tell her who looked older. And it's at that point, I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 I'm not answering that question. That's a loaded question. I'm not coming between you and your sister. And her sister interjected really like abruptly and aggressively like, good. She said, good. You won't stand a chance. So she's like telling me in the middle of Melody's joke that even though I was trying not to come in between them two by saying who looks older, And offending one or the other I try Even though I tried to avoid it She still interjected And said good Cause you won't Last And I was uh, was like wow Whoa okay It took me It really took me (laughs) A while to process that Maybe even 30 hours To understand what that really meant, because um, I played it off, you know, I just let it go. Um, Melody looks younger than her sister, and Melody wanted to crack a joke. She deserves a reason to smile right now, but I wasn't going to try to get in between them two. I did the right thing of avoiding it, and somehow still... Her sister Stephanie just wanted to step on me and say, like, or, or, or just claim, stake her superiority, right? Good. You'll never last. And she said, you won't last. You won't last. <laughs> I'm like, what the oh man? How, why are you thinking like that? What does it even mean, you know, you won't last? I, I brushed it off. Man, oh, man. I should have seen the sign. The next day, I get there. I get there, and um, I get there, and I'm there, and I'm, I'm hugging her, and I'm telling Melody how proud I am of her. I Really am, actually. You know, I said in a previous episode that times like these, you know, your, your true colors show, your true characters, what survives and you know, the truth rises to the top. And that has been true. Uh, uh, Everything I said there, Melody's shown her true colors, his sister's shown her true colors, I have. and um, So, I'm getting over there and I'm, I'm hugging her and I'm telling Melody how proud I am. She's surviving, she's getting better. Um, remember at this time it was diagnosed blood clots it was we need to do a spinal tap it was there's a fungus in the brain and they don't know how to treat that so now they're trying to antibiotic the, 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 the fungus in the brain and that can't happen overnight and so results are like crazy and I'm just telling her to hang in there this is like literally deadly and so um, I, I'm telling her hanging there, I'm telling her I'm proud of her. And this whole time, the, the this buzzing machine, you know um, and just beep, beep, beep zzz, 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 all sorts of weird stuff going on is hooked up to her IV, right some little health monitor. It's going off like crazy. Melody has a headache. She's had a headache for months. It's not going to get relieved until the pressure was relieved. And that barely started happening. But at this point, she's still got a level 8, level 9, maybe even a 10 headache. And the doctors are over here trying to fix this monitor. And they're like, they can't. I don't know what's wrong with it. They changed the battery. They... They pushed buttons, they turned off the siren for a minute, it comes back on, all this crazy stuff, right? So now they're outside, outside uh, Melody's um, room, their hospital bed, and they're figuring it out. And it goes off again. Now, mind you, this has been happening. I've been there for 30 minutes, maybe. It's been happening the whole time. Stephanie is on the phone with her mom and she's trying to talk to her mom and this noise is going off melody's trying to talk to me and have a peace of mind without the ringing headache and it's going off now i think i'm about to get a headache right and this is what happens next (laughs) stephanie wants to talk to her mom about me and Melody I guess or about me <clears throat> really rudely and and do it as if we're not even there right there somehow they were talking about the schedule you know the, um, the visiting schedule and since there were already two people there sister and me mom was wondering how she was going to come see me or come see Melody. And I would have had no problem leaving if they would have asked me. Um, My instinct would have been to let them be together anyway. And um, I, I don't think it should have been an issue at all anyway, you know, because at three adults should be able to work it out. But these girls are on the phone talking as if I don't belong in there visiting Melody because it's mom's time, right? And Stephanie literally says this. And it was she chuckles. <laughs> she's laughing and and she's She's mocking us, and she's saying, oh, don't worry, Mom. You don't have to. You don't say nothing. I already know what you mean. I already read your mind. I'm already thinking what you're thinking. And I'm like, wow. Really? He's just going to talk like that in front of me? I'm not looped up. I'm not drugged up. And you still don't do that to your, to your sister, too? Like, that's crazy, man. And so I know what's happening, but I'm ignoring I really am, I'm ignoring it, turning the other cheek to it. When mom gets there, I'll leave, whatever. But they're acting like it's a problem. They're acting like I'm the problem. They're acting like I don't belong, and I don't deserve the time, even though I just got there 30 minutes ago. So, um, now, what, what's happening here is Stephanie showing her true colors, and What's really weird is Stephanie's career is childcare. I think she's a child psychologist or a child therapist. So now you have this person who's in charge of mentoring and molding child's minds at the hospital acting so immaturely while her sister is on a deathbed. I don't really know how to process this in such like patience and time like as I look back now I can talk about it you know like but if I would have tried to talk about it then I would have blew up I would have exploded that night that day and um that's really messed up to play those immature games not only one is that you're supposed to be child psychologist where do you get the right to be immature like especially over something so comical it's pointless like there's no reason that we couldn't have said hey how long are you gonna be here okay well mom wanted to be here in this time frame you think you can give her a break and you know maybe take a walk or go get something to eat and we would have worked it out But sister is over here showing her true colors, being immature. And now she's also throwing the mom under the bus. Because even if the mom didn't want to participate in that type of dialogue, the sister brought her in, threw her under the bus, included her into that, you know, that resentment towards me for being there, supporting Melody and I knew what was happening and I, I was like just trying to put up with it you know but um, yeah I have something happened where I I saw what would button the the doctor was pushing and To turn off the alarm They couldn't fix it They couldn't figure it out It was fucking The machine's broken So they just were trying To turn off the alarm To give us peace But it just kept coming on Right And while they were out Trying to fix it The alarm thing went off again So I turned it off And Stephanie says You probably shouldn't Be touching that You're not qualified She goes into this bitch mode Like if I was just I was Qualified to touch that I knew I wasn't qualified to touch that I just just saw what they were doing And I did what they did To relieve us of the alarm But what was her point? You know she, She said I probably shouldn't be touching that Yeah that's true But it's not like I came in there 30 minutes ago Walked in there and just started pushing buttons Acting like I was Doogie Howser What happened was I observed the situation and I did what I could do to make it better for Valerie while the doctors were busy trying to figure that out. Not to mention the fact that Stephanie was on the phone. So me pushing that button made it so that she didn't have to yell and she could hear a little bit better as well. So there was a multi-purpose for that. And the third reason obviously was I didn't want a headache as well. But Stephanie's interjection was pointless. And, um, I'll explain to you real quick why it's pointless. Because obviously that dumb bitch couldn't see it. But the machine was broken. So the alarm just kept going off for no reason, right? And everybody, including the doctors, was just silencing the alarm so that the nurses, the doctors, and me wanted to silence that alarm until they figured it out. That machine was broken. So it doesn't matter if I'm qualified to touch it or not. The machine was rendered useless. So if Melody was to have a heart attack, or some sort of issue that the machine was supposed to identify, It was rendered useless. It was not able to identify it. It was malfunctioning already. So what was the harm of me turning the alarm off? There's a lot of instances in life where people, they just want to be in control. They just want to be right. Or they just want to trigger you to get you to react a certain way. And I think all those instances were in play with Stephanie. She likes to play mental games with kids. She maybe thought she was meant to play in me. But at the end of the day, she meant to play herself. Because not only did she show her true colors to me, to her family, to our listeners. She showed her true colors to Melody while Melody was on her deathbed. And I responded by giving Melody a hug, a kiss, and leaving. I left. I didn't say nothing to Stephanie about it. I, um, I held it all in. I knew that I didn't want to make it an incident there. And I didn't want her to turn it so that I ended up being the bad guy. I left and Stephanie basically made it so that I I haven't visited her since. I was on the phone and FaceTime with her every day, all day. But because of that situation, I have not visited Melody since. So while she was trying to play me, for no reason, she played herself. And it sucks because you have an adult doing this to her sister on her deathbed in the hospital. Why? Why, what, what, what prejudice against me or what jealousy, jealousy of me or her or what control factor was really there that was so pertinent that she would risk the respect, the relationship, the the health of her sister. And that was the point where I couldn't take it no more. I knew I didn't want to be a part of that family. I knew I didn't want to turn the cheek or bite my lip. But at that moment, <clears throat> I did. And I left quiet as a mouse. And Melody didn't understand why. And I called back later and tried to explain why on the phone, and <clears throat> we got into a really heated conversation, you know, because I'm trying to explain to her what really just happened, so that she doesn't think I'm the bad guy. And I'm raising my voice, and um, I don't, I'm not trying to yell at Melody. I'm just yelling because the situation's mad and. I couldn't hold it any, any longer. I'm on the phone yelling with her. I'm yelling at the wrong person. should have been yelling at Stephanie. I couldn't because that would have made me feel like the bad guy. And nobody in the hospital would have understood it. Cops would have called. Security would have called. I would have been able to. Who knows what would have happened. And that was what Stephanie was trying to trigger. And <clears throat> it didn't work. But Melody and me had to deal with it, the aftermath. And really, that was the last time I visited Melody. That was the last time i seen her in the hospital. I'm going to take a quick break. Um, We're going to come back um, with a little bit more of this vibing with Melody. And uh, just a quick quick break, okay? I need a break, and uh, I'll come tell you what happened after that. The Skeptic and the Central Park Ghost is not just a ghost story for New Yorkers. The information contained within could save their lives. Are you up for the scariest ghost story that New York has to offer? Then let Alexander Wilding take you on a spine-chilling journey that will scare you to the very marrow of your bones. Comprehensive, detail oriented. Uh-huh. This is so amazing. Helps yeah. with typos, grammar, and with your punctuation. You're
0: writing up a letter, paper, or documentation. Darcy Pelts here to help. Please tell me why you're waiting. Get your tense agreement right. Proofread anything you write. DP Proofreading Services. This I know you're gonna like. Yeah. 10% off the first clients over $20. DP Proofreading Services. Turn $5 into a million playing fantasy football on DraftKings.com
1: Alright, alright, let's get back to this story. This novella continues. If you remember, um, I took her to the hospital the first time. I thought she had a... Um, we didn't know what she had, but they ended up saying it was migraines and they gave her some drugs and then it ended up being sinus infection and they gave her some drugs and then it ended up being um, COVID and then it ended up being long-term COVID. Now she's at mom's, stuck, she can't move. Um, she's at mom's, getting weaker and weaker. I was visiting her every day as much as I could. I even took my son. Um, I tried to help her Getting going in the right direction. What she had going on was monotonous. She had been just laying there like a zombie for a month, popping painkillers. And I was fearing the worst. I had personally been in a situation like that, so I was fearing the worst. And I cared so much about Melody that we argued about it, we yelled about it, I told her that she would never see me again if she didn't stop. And the next day she stopped and then her brain started working again because she wasn't taking these drugs that were affecting her brain. And we started to get somewhere because we started to realize that this is not COVID. Like I was saying the whole time, this is not COVID. So maybe she got COVID during the hospital visits when we took her the first couple times. I didn't get it, and I definitely didn't get the fungus in my brain either. So we're freaking out, trying to figure this out. She doesn't leave her moms, and her mom and her family—they all got so much going on. Valerie can't take care of herself, and she's not there. They're not there all the time to take care of her. So I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of her on painkillers. I'm kind of getting tired of her not eating. I'm kind of getting tired of her just sitting down. So I'm trying to suggest take less ibuprofen. Let's just take 400 milligrams. And her mom's like, Well, I. She's like, I usually give her 800 milligrams. And in my back of my mind, I'm like, Usually? Really? Like, this is a thing? No, it's not a thing. And you've been giving her 800 long enough. But I didn't say that. I just held my tongue. I knew she didn't need no more painkillers. And I was fearful of what it was going to do. And then I was kind of talking to Melody about the, the eating situation. And I know mom tried to cook a couple times. But one of those times she served us cold chicken tacos. Cold tacos. Cold chicken. And I held my breath. It reminded me of that song, Rapper's Delight. I swear to you. I just held it in, I didn't say nothing. But when Melody bit into it, she couldn't. She was like, the chicken's cold, what the hell, mom? And then a lot of times they were bringing her fast food. And so I had to put Melody in a situation where she could take care of herself. I got her some oatmeal. I took her to the store, got her some protein shakes. I got her vitamins. And her mom, and then, and and she's literally rolling her eyes when she sees that I got her protein shakes. Like as if my decision to spend my money to buy her protein shakes was wrong or, you know, it didn't sit with her serving her fast food. I guess she wanted to serve her fast food instead. And I wanted to take her for a walk, and they had a hard time letting me take her for a walk or take her swimming, because I'm trying to keep her muscles up, keep her blood flowing. And they're, they're literally acting like I'm doing a bad thing. Well, this, the care she was getting there, I didn't say nothing, I held it all in. then just held it all in. It wasn't good enough. And obviously the diagnosis was wrong. So now Melody ends up collapsing. And instead of going to the family function, like her mom wanted her to, they end up going to a emergency room. And she's been there ever since. She's been there ever since, doctor after doctor trying to figure this out. And I was visiting every day. And I was trying to help be there for her to communicate but after her sister's outburst <clears throat> I have not been back since and trying to communicate with her since has been tough we've been on FaceTime we've been on the phone but I haven't been there to hear every doctor I haven't been able to ask doctor questions Melly tried to write down the diagnosis and at, the, at this point it's a fungus she's got a fungus in her brain possibly blood clots It's not letting the fluids flow properly. It's building up. They need to drain it. And now, today, right now, today, she's getting something put in her, a drain put in her back so that they can drain it. They're going to drain it um, instead of doing a spinal tap because now she's had eight different spinal taps. She's really going through it, and I haven't been there for her since. I haven't been able to visit because how her sister treated me and treated Melody. But Melody knows, she knows I care and she knows I'm doing the best I can. And in a weird way, it was the best thing because I couldn't help, I can't change the situation there. I need to be out here, I need to be working out. I need to be working and I'm here if Melody needs me. She knows that. I've been there. We've been trying to figure it out because there's a chance that she her eyesight might not recover and there's a chance that she might have to spend the rest of her life on disability. There is that chance. So me and Melody um, we kind of um, thought it would be a good idea to do a GoFundMe to recover her medical expenses and to see if anybody out there would be, you know, in a position to help us with the down payment towards this new house. You know, the medical expenses, the deductible and everything. I was under the impression that each hospital visit was taking $500 deductible from her. I think That was a misunderstanding now. But that was the impression. Mm, Because she was so loopy and we're trying to coordinate. She doesn't know what money is being taken out. And I'm trying to get her to focus and, and wake up, you know. So she can prepare for life after this. We can find a way to keep moving forward. Not let it break, you know, her or us. And so we had the idea for the GoFundMe. And I told her that I didn't want anybody to think that I was manipulating her or that I was going to steal it. I said, I told her to create the account and I told her to hook it up to her PayPal. Um she did and she posted it and later on that day I got a phone call from her father and I answered the phone I was like David Um, I thought maybe he was calling to kind of repair what had happened between me and Stephanie because it was hurting it was hurting Melody for sure because I'm not visiting, and um, it was a big situation because even like they could hear us on the phone, me and Melody arguing over what me and Stephanie just went through. So I thought maybe they were David was calling to fix that. And um, he was real polite at first. You know real soft-spoken so to say maybe not so polite but and he said that he soft-spoken he had some concerns that I was manipulating his daughter because she was participating in behaviors that she would never participate in now This is really weird because when I remember when Melody told them that she was doing a
3: podcast,
1: they were like, really? You? Podcasting? And they were doubting her as a podcaster. And I remember when she told them about the stocks and the crypto, and they were like, giving the scowl, right? So I guess uh, I manipulated her into podcasting, and I manipulated her into buying stocks for her IRA her Roth IRA retirement but anyway um, so it's really funny that they didn't think she was you know awake enough to do a GoFundMe or even in control and so what I I kinda knew what was going on and I I just asked him I said hey um, can you give me an example what do you mean what do you mean Give me an example of how I'm manipulating her. And he said, Well, for first of all, whose idea was it for the GoFundMe? And I I could hear them recording because of the reverb in the background. And I guess they wanted me to say it was my idea and that I was responsible. And I guess that was their way of trying to incriminate me. Um, But, I just replied by saying, wow. I think I said it three times. I said, wow, really? Wow. I didn't go crazy. I was shocked. That he would accuse me of trying to manipulate Melody while she's on her deathbed and that I was somehow going to well, there's a fraud or whatever so this is how the rest of the conversation went I explained to him that um, I wasn't manipulating her. And he then went off by saying that I think that he thinks I should not be around her anymore. And that um, I was unhealthy because I think I know more than the doctors. He said, I think I know more than the doctors. And then he said that I am trying to live my dreams through Melody. This is verbatim how the conversation went step for step as it progressed. This is what's coming out of his mouth. Now, we'll put a pause on that real quick because I've always been a musician. And I was on Power 106 and I was on the wake-up show in 2008. Never knew Melody then. I've been making beats, I've had a radio station. Matter of fact, I've had three different ones. I even created one for my daughter. She tapped out on. I got my own blog. I got my own podcast before Melody. I actually deleted the previous episodes to start over with Melody. So this entire foundation that I built, I built before meeting her. And I shared it with her. And she... Became more confident. She didn't think she could do podcasting e- either, and she's really good at it and she really likes it now. But <clears throat> I'm manipulating her, trying to live my dreams through her. But. <clears throat> The parents didn't know that a couple days ago she tried to give me $1,000 for the business license to still go down there and get the business license, her investment into my company. And I told her no. I told her no because there's no guarantee that she'll even be able to be the administrative assistant. There's no guarantee she'll be able to use her eyes. And it's not fair. She might need that money somewhere else. Her, she needs to focus on getting the house. And hoping that disability is enough to survive, worst-case scenario, and I can supplement and help, right? And 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 be there as long as my income is still coming in, right? So, I, I um, I went off on him. By the end of the conversation, I told him. Um, because he was trying to um, say something about Stephanie as well and I put I I told him what really happened with Stephanie he wasn't there so he doesn't know but I told him what really happened he didn't care to listen so I ended up putting him in his place and I, I ended up the conversation by saying do you know why Melody loves me more than you and it's because I don't treat her like a black sheep and when I first met Melody and I told her about my life, she said she could relate. She told me her family had treated her like a black sheep before due to her some of her mistakes. And um, I told her that didn't matter to me. Well here we are trying to build something special between us and <clears throat> because we weren't married I asked her mom for help because of my patience level I asked her mom for help because Melody's health is more important I asked her mom for help and because she was at Kaiser and her mom works for Kaiser I asked her mom for help and at the end of the day I end up You know, being lumped in there with the as the black sheep with Melody, but then now they're kind of posturing it or positioning, trying to position us against each other. And well, he should have never called me, especially without nothing nice to say. And I don't have to put up with it. And be nice I did what I could enough's enough and he told me never to come around and I told him I didn't want to be a part of that family and that should have been that but then a couple seconds later he texted me he told me to take down the GoFundMe or he was gonna report me for fraud And that text back, and I said, threaten me again, bitch. I said, I'm going to print this and frame it in our new home, and we're going to never forget how you treated us during this moment. And then his response was, learn how to spell. That's in the text messages right now, screenshot, ready to print. He accused me of fraud and threatened me to take it down because we were trying to get the medical expenses back and see if there was any blessings out there for us. Fraud bullshit because most of the money would have came from my clients. I was going to tell my clients to not pay me any digital payments, but to pay the GoFundMe instead because all donations Are tax free But they don't understand That I was really to work for free To get that GoFundMe Popping for her So she could buy her first home Um, So they kind of got in the way Of her buying a home The possibility of getting blessings From me and my clients From my hard work And maybe some people in her network, too. And then they tried to come in between our friendship as well. So the text message was, what, what? A minute. And then a minute after that, her brother calls me. Now, I'm on the phone with Melody, telling her what just happened with her dad. And her brother calls. So I merged three-call, the, the, the call three-way. And I tell them both that I merged the call. And he goes off. He goes off talking about I don't respect the parents. That I don't deserve Melody. She's too good for me. I'm not going to be a part of that family. They don't want me. He went off on me for no reason reason didn't even give me a chance to defend myself he actually said that I'm a little bitch because I wouldn't come visit Melody in the hospital well I was visiting her every day but then he said what are you afraid of us (laughs) well no I was afraid of this happening in public in the hospital And you just gave me proof that my fear had a rational explanation to it. It, You justified that I was right in thinking that you guys would team up on me at the hospital. But because I wasn't going there, you tried to do it on the phone. That was really crazy, right? And I told him, I said, dude, I am not afraid of you. I'm afraid of what I would do to you For the way you treated me And Melody We didn't deserve this I didn't And God knows she doesn't Well maybe I do But God knows she doesn't Whatever prejudice they had towards me Or protectiveness Whatever Is foul It's out of line It's untimely (laughs) But Don't make her suffer, right? And it's really put a strain on our relationship Our friendship Our goals our, Our hope For tomorrow And our Our happiness on today bad enough dealing with what everything else is going on and we kind of just found a way it got ten times worse but her sister got in the way of me seeing her and now her brother is in the way of me talking to her they're literally trying to break us up And what's funny is the brother told the whole family, and the dad did too, that when he called me, he tried to talk to me real nicely. And I was the one that got out of line. But Melody was sober and she was on the phone three-way. So she heard the truth. And she put them all in their place as well. She's really upset. Now she doesn't have me or them. And. It sucks. It sucks because mom is talking about getting her nails did, and they're going to Dodger games. And. And, um, and. The family was even using Melody as an excuse. They said that they weren't gonna go see somebody on their birthday because they were gonna go see Melody, but then they never went to go see Melody. And there's just so much more to the novella, but it's been real stressful. And that's where we're at right now. She's getting something put in her back to drain it. And even though we told each other when we first met each other that we would never let anything come in between us, nothing and no one, everything and everyone It's trying, and it's working. It's messing it up. We're messed up. We're apart, and everything's on pause, and lots of question marks, especially about Melody's future. We still don't know if she'll ever get her vision back to where she can drive, and even be a good admin administrative assistant. I think all of you should pray for her. You don't have to beg, no more begging God, but we pray, we pray and we let it be. I know it's been another day and she is getting a little bit better each day and the doctors are slowly figuring this out. So there's a lot of reason to be thankful. And maybe it wasn't the time for Melody to buy a house. The market's going down, right? And maybe we needed to know the truth about the family before we, especially me, before we let our guard down. Uh, I don't really know what the future holds with me and Melody, and uh, all I know is I I want her to get better. I need her to get better. Her health is more important than anything else. I'm going to keep trying to make this work. And I'm going to keep doing my crypto thing And if I get rich Um is rich too She's a real good friend She's a real Bonnie And um She's more capable than she thinks And definitely more capable than her family thinks And I can't wait Until she gets a chance to prove them all wrong But until then That's enough for today's podcast Once again um We're just going to wrap it up and give a shout out to today's sponsor, Jill Cat Radio. I mean, Jill Cat Proline. Thanks for sponsoring the episode. We're going to play their commercial. I'm going to play one of my tracks. I'm DJ Melodic. Hopefully, we get some more recess with AJ. Until then, we're praying for Queen Melody. And um, that's enough. We're going to have to put this one in the fridge. So the eggs are cooling. The butter's getting hard. The Jello's jiggling. That's a wrap. I'm out.
0: You can play place your ad here. Visit Melodic Playground for more info. Download Satan Arena. Join DJ Melodic and earn crypto playing the coolest game ever.
1: All right, all right, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you know at the end of the Deadpool movie, where he always got like that extra little scene and something really smart to say, maybe that's what you can consider this. I really, I listened to the episode, I got one more point of view. I want all of you, don't tell David, don't, don't tell Melody's family just check this out and listen to this for a couple of minutes, okay? (laughs) At the end of the day, I'm going to give you a quick review of the things that I didn't mention in today's episode. When Melody was first, uh, well, when we first kind of discovered she was too incompetent to drive, and her vision was too blurry for life. Her her headaches were too bad, and she was not even able to walk anymore. When this got that heavy, um, Melody was trying to drive home, and she couldn't make it home. Her parents came to get her. Um, She was really lucky that she didn't get a DUI, because the cops would have probably never have believed... What's going on with her? And um, probably thought she was too medicated, and maybe she was. At the end of the day, um, her father even admitted that he thought, for a moment, that I drugged her. Fast forward a little bit, her mother was questioning us combining our insurance as if I was trying to take advantage of her. Um, When the reality is if we were able to combine our insurances it should have been able to make it cheaper for both of us. Um, At one point probably maybe because of the insurance situation her sister Stephanie literally said that, said to Melody, Oh my god, sister, I can't believe you're doing this or letting him do this to you. The sex can't be that good. This is what her sister said to her about our connection. And about me, right? My character or her perception of it. So, you know, for the past few weeks, few months, I've been wondering why. Why this is happening to me. I barely found my bestie, my business partner, my gym partner, and so much more and we weren't trying to be apart we weren't trying to leave each other's side we were just going to stay by each other's side and keep doing what we set out to do and I kept asking why, 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 why and you know for a minute it was about me about my ideas, right my program, my life and I had to step back, I had to pause, you know, and kind of fight those demons. You know, it's really even hard to not think about another woman. And and I'm in this situation where I'm just really trying to focus on Melody, right? I'm in the gym and all sorts of eye candies are rolling around. And I just really trying not to look, because <clears throat> that's how devoted I am right like I don't want to be that dude that dogs her out while she's in this situation because the last thing I want or maybe at some point in my life I want someone to be there for me like I'm trying to be there for her And I know I was like, it was me, 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 right? And now I'm starting to maybe see some of the signs. And maybe, well, don't, like I said, don't tell her parents this, right? But maybe one day, David will see the signs, right? Her father might see that one day she needed somebody. And God knew it. Because God knew she was going to go through something like this And maybe I was placed in Her life At the right time To be there for her Maybe, right? Maybe that's something He should have or Anyone should have Thought about Here's another perspective, right? What if She is blind For the rest of her life Unable to work, unable to drive. or well, maybe there is a job out there, right? But for now, she's on disability. who knows what type of foreseeable future that includes. Maybe God put me in her life because she needed someone to help, to supplement, to love her for what she was before the injury, before the illness, and to <clears throat> protect her and be there for her throughout it right maybe you know what if she's blind and she never has a chance to date again as a parent why would you try to push away your daughter's love of her life so for all the listeners out there I want you to put yourself in my shoes And then think about it from David's perspective From from Melody's family's perspective <clears throat> They did all this raunchy Cock blocking basically, right? To prevent us from being together And um, The GoFundMe you know, was a chance, really, to kind of get that hospital expenses back and maybe catch a break and get in a good position, a couple extra grand, right, for... Excuse me. A couple extra grand for the down payment towards a new home that we, we need, we want, we've been working towards. So... I guess you could say that the GoFundMe, right? I'm such a, I'm really such a bad man, right? I've been manipulated in all sorts of sideways, right? And trying to do this GoFundMe to get the house. Well, since you, since David, wants to like hate on that, maybe what we'll do is instead, maybe me and Melody will find a girlfriend. Move to Utah and get that money instead of getting it on GoFundMe. We'll get it by live streaming our romance on OnlyFans. Forget the podcast. I think I think I have a new idea. Right? Since I'm such a bad man, I might as well go all out and um, and, and just and and just do it like you, right? Do it like you hefner, right? Uh, so instead of doing the GoFundMe and um, combining our insurances to save money and then trying to raise money. And then instead of teaching her about IRAs and cryptos, instead of taking her to the roller rink, I'm just going to take her to the sex shop. And we're going to get a bunch of naughty lingerie. And her and her girlfriend and the three of us are going to live like three's companies. And the three of us would be real nice. I heard the people in Utah are really, really nice. You know, I don't know if it's a myth, but that's what I heard. So look out, Utah, because we're on our way. And, um, and and that's just a little food for thought. Um, just to recalibrate real quick some of the things I missed and a quick perspective for you guys, okay? I have been going through it. Melody's been going through it. It hasn't ended. And um, like I said, she's still in there. It's tough. It's Friday night. Okay? I don't want to be alone. I want to be with her. I, I, I really don't care what I was doing as long as I was with her. But at the same time, everything we were doing was growing towards these goals. The house. Investing. Learning more about blockchain. Crypto learning right working out Um, and then we squeezed in a lot of fun roller skating concerts water parks you name it so I'm a little bent out of shape and I just had to get that little P.S.S.S. in real quick to put a little stamp on this podcast because I don't want to talk about it in the next episode I definitely won't let them ruin another day of mine and I hope they're not ruining any more melodies but I got a really special episode coming for you next time check it out sorry for the blah 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 a little extra today right that's what this is for right but um, hopefully it's off the chest Hopefully there's some positive juju around the corner. And some good news with Melody. But until next time, um, I'm DJ Melodic. Check out the blog. Check out the radio station. Hit me up on Twitter. Find me on Thayton Arena. Let me know what games you're playing. Maybe I'll join you. And um, until next time, have a blessed evening. I'm out.
2: I wanna talk about sludge. It happens after you drive your vehicle for a while. It's a buildup of motor oil that gels, then collects dirt, metals, and unburned fuel. Sludge prevents oil from getting to the critical engine parts it's designed to protect. You'll notice your vehicle running rough, stalling, even vibrating. That's because friction is damaging your engine. Jillcat Proline is the solution. This science was engineered for aerospace, tested in racing. And used by our military. Now you can use this well kept secret to protect your engine from future buildup, extend the life of the vehicle, and save on repair costs. Order at jilcat. dot com. J I L C A T. dot com.
0: track. Right.